Welcome to Inside the Banjoverse, exploring the minds of folk music's great artists. If you love the stories behind bluegrass, Irish, folk and Americana, then this podcast is for you. This is Enda Scahill from Irish bluegrass crossover band We Banjo 3. Before you freak out, don't worry, there's actually four of us, and mostly just one banjo. That's me. Easily one of my favourite interviews to date is this one with Tim Eady, guitarist, melodianist, accordion player, multi-instrumentalist, musical genius, and not said lightly. Tim is free-flowing, freewheeling, eclectic, and quite mad in a beautiful, wonderful sort of way. I do hope you enjoy this as much as I did. So I'm live with Tim Eady. Uh, Tim is a fantastic guitar player and accordion player, melodion player, uh, originally from County Kent in the UK and now living in Perth, not in Australia, but in Scotland, and has over the years many, many times lived in various places in Ireland. Uh, how are you doing, Tim? Andrew, I'm doing great. You know, I'm, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a joy to be here with you, and I'm looking out on your lovely Galway garden there which is that's because it's raining makes everything look nice and green (laughs) (laughs) makes everything green it's lovely uh no it's great to be on the show ender it really is and uh yeah i'm 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 here in scotland i can't really show you but the hills are sort of the 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 hills are over there the the uh, oak hills um we were living in donegal as you might know up until about about a year ago and actually we might be we'll be back we'll be back (laughs) so you're in uh, you're in golf country right now right I'm in golf country. I'm looking. I can look out, and uh, Mr. Colin Montgomery is. Uh, I can't call him a neighbour, but he, he he does live in the area. <laughs> <laughs> so does he know that he lives next to you? That's the important question. Well, you know, and did you know something? I, I, I'm. I have an awful feeling he doesn't yet. But you know what? I'm. I'm going to write to him. I'm going to write to him. He should know. He should know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going <gonna> to <laughs> get you to play something right off the bat because I'm really excited to hear you play. So what? Oh, what are you going to do? And uh, I, do you know something? It just, I, I, you know what I'm like, and we've played together before, and you, you know, you know how mad the idiot is. Uh, I'm one of these players, and I just, I play whatever comes into the head. And do you, do you know what, what came into my head? The view of your garden there, and 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 just something mad, a little, little beautiful tune, Kill Cash. Remember Kill Cash? You would have pl- probably learned this at school, I imagine, when you, you guys. Um, 
I maybe play a bit of Kill Cash. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to sing it. I'll leave that to Begley. <laughs> and, <laughs> and after that, I maybe, maybe, I maybe, maybe brave a very cheeky hornpipe. If my, if my Corona hands end, I'm, I was telling you there, I'm suffering. Uh, I don't know if any of your viewers have had this, but the constant washing of hands has yeah. cracked yeah. my, my knuckles, and, uh, and so I'm. If I make any mistakes, blame the, um, blame the, the, uh, the Corona. I haven't cracked anything, but I lost both of my turquoise rings. From oh my, my hands God. becoming so dry from washing oh and disinfecting God. the whole time. Oh no! I have to go back it's to the US to buy more. You have to buy more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's try a bit of kill cash uh, and join in. Join in now if you know the words. Join in. You might give us a note. <laughs> I mean, everybody else had, uh, you know, the corona. I haven't cracked anything, but I lost both of my turquoise rings from oh my, my hands God. becoming so dry from washing and disinfecting the whole time. Oh, no. I have to go back it's to the US to buy more. You have to buy more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's try a bit of kill cash. Uh, and join in, join in now if you know the words. Join in, you might give us a note. <laughs> I played that chord. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably do that again. My tuning is so bad. I oh, do well, that's wonderful. Is it okay? Yeah, it's okay. wonderful. Ender, I'm so sorry. I, I, uh, it's really funny because I was just saying to you there, um, when you're a musician that's not on, not we're not touring, we're not doing any any gigs apart from the the odd uh, sort of Facebook one. And uh, what it, what I'm finding is, uh, I apologise because my strings are stretching, but I haven't. Um, I haven't been changing my strings like I usually would. I would do it once a week, even on the classical, on the nylon guitar. And I haven't been doing that. And so uh, this guitar now, I'm very naughty. When I do my little Facebook thing, I, I, I usually plug into an amp, which, you know, gives it a little... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, um, but do you know what? The um, I apologize there. I shall, I shall play you the hornpipe in a second. When, when yeah, we've had a, but, um, and I'll tune this old guitar. But uh, a little bit of kill cash there. Um, and I just, yeah, I just... I thought it would be a nice little tune just for the morning. Um, 
but but if you want me to do an outtake, I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the chat the chat that we had before we went to, went on air, Tim, that had more outtakes than. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we can never, we could never publicize any of that stuff. That was cool. Oh, no. That's oh, just Jesus. private. <laughs> anyway, you, you have played with a glittering array of stars over the years, from the Chieftains to Capra Cayley. Oh, the, the, the list is endless. Now, oh. we know each other from many years going to Flack Hills yeah. and Willie Clancy and all that. And yeah. most recently, we both played with Stockton's Wing. Yes, we did. A we did. band steeped in... Uh, wildness and incredible yeah. success yeah. and mad stories, mad um, stories and, and a history, great history, yeah. From from uh, got ended from from uh, from stadiums to didgeridoos to to fretless bass. <laughs> to James, James, James Taylor, amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible. I mean, do you remember? I I was I I loved. I only did a few with with you guys, and of course, you played with them for much much longer uh, than I I did. I was I I I was sort of. Uh, I was just oh, I, I was so honoured. In fact, it was broadcast. Do you remember the gig in the Scotland? Uh, that was on the uh, on BBC, the, BBC the, Alba. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I just oh, they're great memories. Then they're really. Mm. Great I, memories. I did their their first comeback gig, which is at least oh, it must be twelve years ago now, and it was in Ennis, which is their hometown. And I've never experienced anything like it. Three thousand people, but the fervour was just. Off the charts. It was incredible. And I was so nervous because I was filling oh. in for Kieran Hanrahan and yeah. mighty big boots to fill, you know. Absolutely. And and when you were growing up, would you have listened? You would have been a wing, of course. You would have been yeah, a wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, I was one of the, well, you know, I'm, I'm a, as anybody, who, some of your watchers or listeners, if they know my music at all, they will know that I'm a, you know, Cooney is my, Steve Cooney, you know, my mentor. And, uh, and of course, Steve was a big part of the wing. Of course, and he, well, uh, I know he left. When did he leave? And he he was in it for. A, I don't know, but he he wrote a lot of the really famous tune he pieces. Did. Yeah, he did. Uh, and uh, and and um, and yes, yeah, so, I mean, when I did it, I I, I got a blessing as well. I, I was given a sort of uh, given the thumbs up to do, you know, because I I was I was quite nervous, you know. But it, it was a wonderful experience, and and uh, and of course, um, best and they, Mike is a, is an engine room, isn't he? Mike Hanra mm -hmm. has the engine room of of of. Uh, creativity you know yeah so yeah. How, how did uh, how did you living in kent get attracted to a irish music b the guitar Cooney, <laughs> all of these greats how did all of that happen yeah well do you know and i so you're absolutely right i was born in kent uh, kent is a is a little county in england it's it's if, if you look on the map we're the, we're the closest county to france uh, although although unfortunately sadly because of this well i won't i won't mention politics but the <laughs> the awful brexit the dreaded Brexit, which of course I am deeply opposed to, of course, but uh, but I, I would have grown up about twenty minutes from Dover. I'm sure you've heard of Dover. In fact, you've probably travelled for it many, many times. It's if you're ever going to the continent. Uh, so I grew up there. My mum was um, was born in Ireland. She was born in Dublin in in Terenure. Uh She she grew up sort of in Wicklow in Bray, and she grew up in 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 Cork in Cork City, uh, right at the top of Cork City in Gronabroha. Which is like you know way up the top, and uh, and so she she would have left Ireland. Um, sadly, she left when she was about nine or ten years old. And they did the classic thing: they 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 came to to London uh, for work. Um, they spent about two years in London, and my my nan got very very sick, and she she had, my nan was a a really proud Cork woman. You know she <laughs> she in fact she lived in Kent until the day she died. But she oh my god she she you would hear her a mile away. I mean she she was. She was Cork. Uh, she was from Shandon, 
Oh, well, uh, she grew up near Shandon and uh, Shandon Bells, and uh, you'd, you'd hear her in, you know, you'd be walking down the street with her in Kent, and she she had that wonderful Cork accent. It was just, it was, it was brilliant. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, they they moved back again to Ireland when I think Mum was twelve, and unfortunately, that that move sadly didn't work out, and and that's why she ended up settling in Kent, uh, and the family sort of grew up. I was born in '79, and. Uh, my dad is a guitarist as well. Uh, I mean, he's not a professional, not a not a professional player. He could have been, uh, but he's he would be very much somebody into his gypsy jazz, you know, kind of uh, Django, uh, all that kind of stuff, you know. But he also loved um, sort of folk music, a bit of English folk, Fairport Convention, uh, James Taylor, Johnny Mitchell, you know, the kind of usual usual stuff. And uh, but Mum had a my mum or Mum and uh, my nan and granddad, of course, had a and a brilliant sort of expat, if you like, Irish record collection with everything from, uh, you know, Foster and Allen to um, the Chieftains, uh, loads of Chieftains, um, Chieftains and James Galway, you know, all the classic sort of old albums. And uh, and also then, as I got a little bit older, when I was maybe, I guess, around the age of, I'm guessing now, 12 or 13, we got more into wider Irish music, like uh, Didan and uh, Frankie Gavin, uh, uh, Bob Matt Malloy, because uh, of course we 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 didn't. We it's a weird thing, Andy, but I uh, I I didn't. I did go to lots of flakiols and stuff, but where I grew up um, was certainly not a hot a hotbed, if you like, of 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 uh, of traditional music. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it, it's uh, yeah. It was very it was very big for um, for for Morris dancing, which uh, which is something I shall uh, yes I shall uh, I shall. Yes, it's well. Oh, say no more, say no more. But, <laughs> well, but you know what? I try. Ender, don't, don't tell anybody who. In fact, Jesus, everybody knows this. But I, I tried it once. <laughs> did, you did you have the bells yeah. on your shoes and all of that? I did. Yes, I did. And the white handkerchiefs, I did. <laughs> we've been to, we've done a few English festivals, and there's always Morris dancers. Oh, always. Like, you uh, with the banjo with the wee banjo you've probably done K- uh, uh, Sidmouth and uh, Cambridge and s- stuff like that and uh, and you'll always see it. and I mean you know and, and the funny thing is I mean it, do you know what it's I uh, know it's it, it, it's a great thing for them and and, and it, I suppose it's their sort of it's their sort of um reason, reason to come out of the closet every year <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, yeah that's right. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly it's a, them, it, I mean oh yeah I mean it's it's I must admit you know I, I was I was a if, in a funny way, Ender, and I'm, I'm allowed—I'd I'd be allowed to say this on air because it's not a secret—but I was very much um, the odd one out, if you like, because I lived in a town where there was quite a lot of Morris dancing um, going on in that area, and uh, of course, I was a kid who was just obsessed with, you know, like uh, Martin O'Connor and and uh, Dermot Byrne. I mean, De- Sharon Shannon, you know, all the great box players, and I, Seamus Begley, and. Cooney and I, I just, uh, yeah, I just rebelled. I was, I was trying to learn how to play Blackbird when all these guys were playing English music. So I, I was, uh, I was, I was the baddie, if you like. <laughs> but, uh, but do you, do you know what? I, I, no, I, I just, I, do you know, Ender? It's so funny to this day. And you know, we, we did listen to a quite a bit of, uh, a, quite a bit of Scottish music, Capacaley, uh, the Silly Wizard, Phil Cunningham, you know, all that stuff, and also little bit of English stuff, Fairport Convention, uh, Martin Simpson, people like that, uh, you know, but but uh, Irish music, to this day, it's so funny, and for a guy who was born in Kent, I mean, I've got an Irish passport, I suppose, because mum, you know, mum's Irish, 
and and uh, and I feel I feel very I do I've always felt more Irish than English, but I mean I am I am an Englishman, but but I'm in Irish with an Irish soul. <laughs> that's that's you know, and I just oh God, Andrew, I just love it. I I cannot. I, it's bizarre. I I yeah. I I just I I think I feel it. I I don't know what it is. I I just I I feel part of your of your nation and i've always been made to feel part of it and that's a lovely thing such a lovely thing i I, yeah hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds our family now has three pairs of raycon earbuds around the house and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price and yes she loves them now if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of raycons or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. You, you guys actually. Sorry, really good, Tim. Oh my god! <laughs> well, what's your, what's your? You've 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 done so much. Have you? Is there a couple of gigs that stand out as being just wonderfully amazing? Do you know what, Ender? I. It's that's a very good question, I'm, and I'm so lucky because I, I'm. I, I say this, and I and I don't say this. Um, I, I don't say this lightly because you know. Um, I, I'm all, I'm somebody who's always. Um, as you probably know, um, and I, I, I drive people mad because, you know, I, I, I'm so passionate about, um, like, I, I'm still a massive Begley and Cooney fan, even though Begley and Cooney stopped playing about 20 years ago. But I've still got all the, all the I've got the posters and, you know, and I just, I just, um, I don't know, I, I, I just love it all. And uh, I, I was very lucky. And I mean, a couple of gigs, um, God, that's, a, that's such a difficult question because, I mean, I've had, I've been so lucky. I've, I've played with, like you mentioned, the Stockton Swing, uh, played with yourselves, uh, a lot of my heroes, uh, Dougie McLean uh, and um, the Chieftains, uh, Brendan Power, um, Sharon. I used to debt for Jim Jim Murray a lot. When Jim was away with Begley, I used to get the call to uh, to play with Sharon. And, and that was an incredible experience, of course, because she was the person really who, well, uh, she, I, I always say she saved my life because, you know, I when I was 15, I had a, uh, what you might call a, a nervous break, well, a, a, an emotional breakdown, nervous breakdown. It's all, it's all the same. <laughs> and uh, I had terrible sort of bullying at school, and 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 that resulted in me getting terrible uh, OCD and agoraphobia. And I, I, I didn't. God, Ender, it was, it was a dark time. I, I, I left school at fifteen, and and I, and the one thing kept me going was it was a tape. It wasn't even a CD. It was a, a cassette of uh, the first Sharon Shannon album. You remember the green one? 
And yeah. of course, the guitar player on that, of course, was was Steve Cooney. And uh, and of course, I I just listened to that every day, and I just I just couldn't get over it. And, it, and you know what? To this day, I everyone says to me, "What's the best uh, natural antidepressant?" And I say, "Sharon Shannon." It, literally, <laughs> because you know, honestly, if I feel and, and I, you know, I'm lucky now. I got over all that stuff. And uh, but you know, you, you you have your everybody has ups and downs in life. And uh, whenever I'm feeling a little bit low, I just listen to that album, uh, you know, because it just, it's like a medicine. I just love it. And uh, that pretty much, and I would say that that, the highlight, oh God, this is difficult. This is so difficult. But am I allowed to be very naughty and, yes. and, and say four highlights? <laughs> um, do you know what? I'd say <laughs> there are too many. I mean, because, you know, I could easily say the gig in Glasgow with yourself and, and, and uh, the Stockton. But um, there's been so many. What, one of them, I would say, was I, I got a phone call like, eight years ago from Paddy Maloney. To, 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 I thought it was somebody winding me up, honestly. I really did. But I, I knew Matt. I knew Matt a little bit. I played in Malloy's, and I played with Matt maybe once or twice and got to know Peter, the family, well. And I got this phone call. Paddy, it's Paddy here, Paddy Maloney. And, and I, I said, Paddy? I said, oh, my God. I said, no, you're kidding me. It's, it's, it's somebody. You know, this has to be McGoldrick or somebody winding me up. You know. But, God, it was. It was, it was Maloney. And, uh, and he said, Tim, he says, we, we, I, I love you playing. And, and would, you, would you join the band on a U.S. tour? Oh, Jesus, I couldn't, I, Andrew, I couldn't believe it. Because the Chieftains are like literally like my – I mean, honestly, when I was 10, this is no word of a lie. When I was 10, I was growing up in England, and I had a poster – of the Chieftains on my bedroom wall. I mean, everybody else had, uh, you know, Carly Minogue. I had Paddy Maloney. <laughs> you know, he's a dad. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and so Trina Marshall, the harp player, Trina, you know, Trina, it was really Trina, I think, that sort of got me the gig. It was Trina had spoken to Matt and, and, and uh, I think, you know, uh, Artie or Steve uh, weren't able to do a tour and, and they wanted somebody who could maybe sort of um, influenced by, you know, by both those guys to, to play. And of course, I, I'm a huge, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very good person at emulating. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, I, I don't mean to sound that, I mean, I don't mean that in an egotistical way, but, but that's how I learned to play Ender. I, I would listen, for example, to, uh, to, to, to Steve, and I would learn, you know, the uh, chord uh, by listening and, um, until I could play it a little bit like maybe he could. Not as, I would, I would never, I'll never ever be anywhere near his level, but I try my best. But, um, but the other, the second gig, uh, so the first one I say with the Chieftains in America, uh, New York, uh, the Town Hall in New York on St. Patrick's Day. Oh my God, Ender, I'll never forget that. I, I, I was crying actually. The band probably don't know this, but I, I was, um, I, I was crying in, in, in happiness because I, I, you know, I just couldn't believe that somebody from Canterbury, <laughs> in England, was 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 playing guitar for for the Chieftains. I, you know, holy, sh yeah, I couldn't believe it. Holy God, you know, the second one. Uh, I uh, I I've done a lot of gigs over the years with Seamus Begley. Uh, when when again when Jim was away and Cooney stopped playing with Begley or whatever, um, a few of those gigs have been wonderful. Um, uh, Jesus, it's it's so difficult. This one of my standout gigs, I think, where I I knew I played, I was happy with my playing. Uh, Michael McGoldrick. I I go back a long way with Mike. He's a he's a bit like a. I suppose he's a he's a bit like a sort of older brother. He's like my elder. You know, he advises me on everything, <laughs> even even on being a dad. He's a, he's a wonderful man. I, I love I love that man, and uh, he's done so much for me. And 
I, we did a gig one time uh, in Shepley. It, I think it's on YouTube. Uh, somebody keeps telling me these videos on YouTube. And it was uh, in England. Uh, and that gig, we hadn't played together for about two years. We, we hadn't even seen each other. But he's one of those people, Andrew, and you know Mike, uh, he's one of those people that you, you don't really need to, to, to speak to every every day. He's just somebody that, you know what I mean? Uh, you, look, you just sit down and you play and it just happens. It's it's It's... He's a, he's, yeah, he's, he's a, yeah. he's a special guy. And Jesus, the last one. And, and this is so difficult because honestly, I could, I could easily, oh my God, this is very difficult. I mean, Brendan, I should probably mention Brendan Power. We've had some wonderful gigs. Um, but I suppose. Harmonica. Yeah. Harmonica. Yeah. He's amazing. Uh, but do you know what? Uh, um, oh God, it's very difficult. Uh, and then Frankie Gavin, I played with Frankie for a couple of years, uh, but I've got to say, no, one of the, the, the highlights and was the first time I came to your city uh, to Galway and I, I was on tour um, with the Sharon Shannon band uh, Liz Liz Kane and, and uh, Yvonne Kane and you remember the Woodchoppers and uh, Jim, Jim Murray was was away and I got asked to do the gig and oh my god and it was terrifying I was so terrified because uh, I'd never been to Galway and, and we played in the Roshin Dove and uh, John Dunford was doing the sound, uh, and uh, of course I was a big fan of his mixing because I, I knew his name from, of course, looking at her her uh, her records, you know. And um, it was a big, big deal that. And she picked me up at the railway station. I'll never forget it. She picked me up uh, in a little Ford Escort or something. In a little. This was in I think it was in 1999 or 2000, year 2000. She picked me up, and uh, and I'd met Sharon a few times, but but I, you know, we hadn't really got to know each other. Like, uh, really really well and, and we just I mean and that for me was like meeting me you know me fairy godmother <laughs> <laughs> and she just and we just hit it off and, and and in fact I ended up um god I ended up living with her. she was my landlady for a year which was an incredible <laughs> another amazing experience so do you know Andrew, what I must say about and I, I hope you don't mind me saying it but about you guys in Ireland uh, you know I've been all over the world and you know what and I and I love Scotland. Don't get me wrong. Scotland's a great country. It's been very good to me, but uh, and England. But uh, Ireland, I geez, and I, I honestly, I could land in Ireland today. Well, I I wouldn't be allowed to, of course, with the Corona, but I could, and and I would just, I would meet somebody who I know, who knows you or Frank or anybody. You know, it, it's just a, it's an amazing country. I, I mean, for anybody listening who's not been to Ireland, you need to go as soon as. As soon as O'Leary yeah. lets us it's, travel it's on island. It's still yes. a very small community, isn't it? It is. It it's, is a, a, yeah. it's a small country, but it's a great community. It, it's a small community, but it, it's, it's, you've, got a, you've got a kindness in your... And you've been through so much. I mean, I mean Jesus, you, you know, I mean, we, 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 as Begley used to say, the 800 years, you know, you, you, you've been through crazy things, cra crazy, awful things. And, and and here's me, uh, you know, a, 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 an, an English guy playing. You know, I mean, my mum's Irish, of course, but you know, I, ultimately, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I was born in England, but I was, God, and I've been welcomed in everywhere from uh, from Belfast to Derry to Galway to Dingle to Donegal, you name it. I, I just, I and we left. Sadly, we we left. Um, long long story, but but we left Donegal about. Or oh, about a year and a half ago, and and you know, and I was in tears leaving. I, I was, I was in tears, and uh, we kind of had to come back for a bit. Uh, and but I've always said we will at some point come back to to Ireland. I don't know if we'd be in Donegal, maybe we'll be in in Connacht. Uh, maybe we'll move down to to Galway. 
Andrew, I'll be driving you about. I'll be, I'll be. We, me and you could go surf surfing together in, in uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. But Andrew, I've got to tell you. Um, now listen, I'm not in the uh, you wee ba- the wee banjo. Remember the time we had a wonderful time together at Natalie and Donnell's festival in America, in, in Canada, in Canada. Sorry, sorry, and. Uh, I hope you don't mind me mentioning, but uh, to, to your viewers listening, Natalie McMaster, a legendary uh, uh, fiddle player from Canada, and Donnell Leahy, great player. And uh, do you remember that time, Andrew? And uh, I, I had the best time uh, playing with you. I got to play with you guys. That was amazing. And uh, and also, I've got to tell you one thing about the banjos. Now, Ender, listen, you're you're very naughty boys because you gave me very bad influence. Check out this, Ender. Come on. <laughs> okay. I, oh yeah, I got the earring, Ender. Well, I'm I got this in in Oregon because David Howley. We were going for dinner, and Dave Dave just goes, "Come on, let's get your ear pierced." And I was like, "Sure, <coughs> why not?" Ender, it really suits you. It looks great. And Ender, I, unfortunately, my my ear story is not quite as uh, as exciting as Oregon. I I was sitting down, Ender, with Isabel, my my long my long suffering partner. She's Scottish. She's a never 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 mess with a Scots woman. Oh Jesus, she's a <laughs> she's a great woman. She's she's through there with the kids. And uh, <coughs> I sat down and I said to Isabel, I said, "Listen, um, come on, you know, everybody's got earrings. Uh, John Doyle, uh, you know." Ender Skyle, Mick McCauley, you know, Martin Simpson, you know, all these players. I said, it's about time. I, I feel like I need to have a different image. So after, <laughs> after Boxing Day, I went, <laughs> I went and I got the, I got the ear pierced. Jeez, Ender, I'm not joking. You. Did you lie down when they pierced it? Did you have to lie down on a bed? I don't think so. I think it just <laughs> sat there. Ender, I nearly needed oxygen. I nearly passed out. <laughs> but you know what? I love it now. And, it's, and you know what? I... I, I, I uh, I said to I, I said I think I said to somebody I said the first week I had it I said do you do you think this uh, and we were just having a coffee you know in the uh, in, in in London and uh, I said to a good friend I said uh, I said tell me the truth you know do you do you how do you feel about my new image do you feel it makes me makes me look uh, a little bit you know like a like a tough a tough guy you know and they said Tim do you want the opinion no <laughs> and uh, and since then i've just I've, I've come to the conclusion that you know what i'm going to keep it because i love it and yours looks great sorry to talk about personal appearance <laughs> but uh but listen back to the music now now Ender, so, back to the music are you going to play that hornpipe should i play the hornpipe yeah um now ender i think i think after kill cash i do apologize to your to your viewers because uh it is early in the morning here in scotland it's uh well in fact it's <laughs> It's one in the afternoon, but uh, but it's uh, that's pretty early for Scottish people, you know. Oh yeah, um, but uh, but let's play a little hornpipe. Um, now it is early, so my fingers are a little bit, little bit, um, little bit, uh, little bit cold. But we'll try a little hornpipe. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So a little little hornpipe here. Um, as as I used to say in Connacht, a confiper, confiper. That's right, isn't it? Confiper. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. In the- <laughs> I've no no idea of the name of this, but we'll hope for the best. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please head over to our website, webanjo3.com, to subscribe, rate, and do leave us a review. It makes a huge difference. See you next time, Inside the Banjoers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.